Hello, and welcome to week 42 of the Read Together podcast. My name is Kelly Clegg Neal. I am a member of Trustful First United Methodist Church, where I direct Jubilant Ringers, the Adult Handbell Choir, and the Children's Melody Bells and Handchime Choir. My husband, Don, is a retired elder in the North Alabama Conference and is serving an appointment as interim pastor at Sylacauga First United Methodist Church. That means I get to split my time between Trustful and Sylacauga. I am a wife, mother, grandmother, who loves music and teaching boys and girls, no matter their age, from birth to as old as you can be. Today's lectionary passages are Job 38, 1 through 7, 34 through 41, Psalm 104, 1 through 9, and verses 24 and 35c, Isaiah 53, 4 through 1, and Psalm 91, 9 through 16, Hebrews 5, 1 through 10, and Mark 10, 35 through 45. I recommend all of these scriptures and commend them to you for careful reading. All are full of powerful messages to us today. Each reminds us that our faith is not something to be taken lightly. Hear now these words from Mark 10, 35 through 45. I am reading from the today's English version. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus. Teacher, they said, there is something we want you to do for us. What is it? Jesus asked them. They answered, when you sit on your throne in your glorious kingdom, we want you to let us sit with you, one at your right and one at your left. Jesus said to them, You don't know what you're asking for. Can you drink the cup of suffering that I must drink? Can you be baptized in the way I must be baptized? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink the cup I must drink and be baptized in the way I must be baptized. But I do not have the right to choose who will sit at my right and my left. It is God who will give these places to those for whom he has prepared them. When the other ten disciples heard about it, they became angry with James and John. So Jesus called them all together to him and said, You know that those who are considered rulers of the heathens have power over them, and the leaders have complete authority. This, however, is not the way it is among you. If one of you wants to be great, you must be the servant of the rest. 
And if one of you wants to be first, you must be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served. He came to serve and to give his life to redeem many people. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have you ever been in a situation where all kinds of important things were taking place and someone or several folks came out of left field with a question that just showed them to be clueless? Well, to me, that's where we find James and John, clueless. Jesus has been busy reaching out to people, little children to be exact. When the disciples told the parents that the children could not see Jesus, Jesus told the disciples, let the children come to me and do not stop them because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And what did Jesus do when the children gathered round him? He took them in his arms. He placed his hands on them and he blessed them. Jesus also encountered the rich man who wanted to know how to receive eternal life. Jesus told him to follow the commandments. The rich man replied, I have obeyed all the commandments since I was very young. Jesus said, Then there's one more thing that you must do. Go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor. This was more than the rich man could do, and sadly he went away. Even the disciples had questions about who then could be saved. Jesus even spoke to the disciples of going to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man would be handed over to the chief priest and the teachers of the law. He would be condemned to death, whipped and killed, and would rise three days later. Then here comes James and John. In the midst of all the things that they have witnessed, here they come, the sons of Zebedee, to make a very selfish request. When you sit on your throne, on your glorious throne, we want you to let us sit with you, one at your right and one at your left, they ask. Jesus' response was, you have no idea what you're asking for. Can you drink the cup of suffering I must drink? Can you be baptized the way I must be baptized? James and John were very quick to answer, we can't. But they had no idea what was ahead. All they saw was Jesus being in power and wanting to be next to him. Then Jesus said, who sits at my right and my left is God's choice to make, not mine. God will give those places to those for whom he has prepared them. Now, sometimes things happen when people start jockeying for position. Again, I say the apostles, those guys that Jesus called by name and to whom he said, come follow me, were clueless. They, too, got angry with James and John. I could hear them. 
Can't you just hear them? Who do you think you are? Do you think you're better than the rest of us? What in the world are you thinking? Finally, Jesus stepped in and brought the arguing to a halt. He reminded the disciples that they were trying to be like the Gentiles, like the heathens, who when in power lorded it over their subjects and had complete authority over them. Jesus looked at his friends and said, This is not how it is among you. It's different among us. If you want to be great, you must be a servant of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served. He came to serve and to give his life to redeem his people. There's a chorus that goes like this. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant of all. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant of all. It's a really simple yet powerful reminder of what Jesus told his disciples. It's a really simple yet powerful reminder of what Jesus is telling us today. Sing it with me. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant of all. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, servant of all right before us, right in plain sight. Dr. Mark Keating was such a man. He was not just my doctor. He was a very dear friend. Mark spent his life serving others. He grew up in rural West Alabama and saw the need for doctors who lived and worked in the communities there. He could have been any kind of doctor anywhere in the world, but Mark chose to be a family practice doctor in rural Alabama because the people needed a doctor, one that was close to them and understood their needs. He cared for his patients with skill, insight, and great compassion. His heart was a servant heart. When someone came into his office right at closing time, 
no matter how hard or how long the day had been. Mark's answer was, we're here to serve. Mark lived his life following the words Jesus told his disciples. If you want to be great, you must be a servant of all. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant of all. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, creator of the universe, we praise you and lift our hearts to you. We see your handiwork everywhere we look, in the people we meet, in the places we go, in the things we do. Open our eyes to your presence today. Help us to have a servant heart. Lead us to those in need, and when we see them, help us to get involved with meeting those needs. Teach us to be a servant of all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.